Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Welcome to today's episode. First off, I have such exciting news. <laughs> it's a little bit of a vanity thing for me, but I don't care. One of my TikToks went viral. <laughs> and if you were finding me because of that, thank you so much. You really loved the content I shared. Um, if you're not you know, you're not on TikTok, that's fine. It's on my Instagram page, but it was insane. The amount of connection, followers, a ton of people have signed up for my upcoming webinar, which uh, this will be, this episode will be coming out after that. Well, there'll be more webinars to come. So I'm going to promote the webinar that (laughs) is upcoming. I'll be running these twice a month. So you should be looking out for all my posts and link should also be in the bio here for all my stuff to sign up for my free webinar. Um, I'm talking about a whole heap of topics that you guys have been requesting for ages. So sign up for that. Just, you know, come to my Instagram, come to my TikTok page. It's all updated there. But thank you so much. It was amazing. I just was overwhelmed and we were having some really good discussions and conversations as well. So really exciting news. Um, anyway, Let's get on with the actual. Let's get on with the actual topic that you wanted to hear today, um, and that is. And again, I'm always playing around with the title with this one, but what I have so far is it's really about trusting that what you've done is enough. This is so common. It deals a lot with perfectionism, but I really wanted to touch in more detail around this, speci- like on a specific thing I'm talking about, which is, for example, your second guessing what you're working on in a pack for example or and you're like editing it like 50 million times and the biggest one that I also have seen I was chatting with like a you know a follower recently is they keep wanting to edit their like they're applying for different roles and they just they're spending hours on this job description they just like keep editing it and rechanging it reformatting it actually said to them funny enough in two weeks there'll be an episode that's kind of touching exactly on this and I'm going to bring this up and talk a little bit about you know that same example because it's so interesting when we like you can say it relates back to perfectionism but it also comes I'm going to basically take you through where this deep need to want to keep working on stuff one where it comes from where where you likely learned it from like growing up in your history etc why you keep doing it, why it feels so natural to want to do it and what you actually should be doing instead. And this is so important for anything you do, whether it's corporate, but especially if you are running any form of like side business, side hustle, entrepreneurship, this is how you should be like doing it. Perfectionism is going to get you nowhere. So if I set the scene, I'll give you an example. Let's actually use the job description example right I think what happens is what I see and I've done this myself you see a JD you see you're multiplying you're like right I got to apply for all these jobs and your brain is probably like okay let's just get it out there you find the ones that are relevant to you and you want to make that resume you want to make a JD whatever it is CV whatever you guys call it because everyone calls it a different name overseas and whatever we call it a a resume for now you want to make it match 
so to the T that JD, you want to make it absolutely like it is just, you want to make sure that every single word is reflective of what is in there. So you go away, you work on it, you reformat it, you spend hours on it. You likely use ChatGPT as well. And yet you're using ChatGPT and it still isn't working. You still don't feel like it makes sense. Like it's not matching or working. You don't know why. And you feel like a failure. Like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, like it's not working. I'm just spending so much time. Like this isn't good enough. You apply for all these jobs and, you know, maybe you're getting some interviews, but you're mostly getting pushbacks and you're just like, what the hell? Like, it's definitely me then. I'm definitely not doing something. There's something wrong with the, like what I'm doing with the job description. And I'm going to tell you that is a load of fucking baloney. (laughs) Look, there might be, but what I see so much when I've had this in the past with previous clients is people focus so much on quality and actually it's the opposite sometimes it's it is quantity but I'll get to that in a little bit I'm kind of using it as a hook here to keep you going I'll tell you why that is so much more important first I'm going to actually tell you where you're going wrong with all of this you keep overworking on it you keep reformatting it you keep fixing it because you it doesn't feel right like You'd work on the, the job description, the resume, whatever. You format it, you write it up, you change it, and it still doesn't feel good. And you keep doing the same action, and it's still not working. You still don't feel good. The reason you don't feel good is because you likely just don't feel good about yourself. What I mean by that is really just ask yourself, like, why does it matter if I submitted a resume that wasn't up to scratch? What would happen then? What is your biggest fear? Answer those questions. Some of that could be, well, I won't get the job. It'll prove I'm a failure, etc. Are you already believing potentially that you are a failure and that you're not good enough for these jobs? Hence, you try to overcompensate by overworking on these resumes and trying to make it match exactly. Because here's the thing, the resume is just one part of the whole structure. Like you have to get an interview as well. There's also a whole heap of other caveats like different industries have different levels of competition, etc. Like, you know, and you know, some have more job openings than others. There's just a whole heap of different things. And when you're getting these no's, it's just reinforcing that, right, I need to boost my resume more. I need to shift something that it's going to like, you know, really work or resonate. I'm not saying that like, that's definitely one, there's definitely one aspect in that, but I just want you to get your brain used to understanding that like you could have the most perfect resume, the most really, really good interview. I've had this happen myself. I've gone all the way to a final round and they chose that other person. And then I sat there like, oh my God, I'm so upset. And it's just at the end of the day due to people's thoughts. Like a person just thought that this person was a better fit. And then we try to reason with it and like figure it out, like what what it was that was missing. And it could be something so small, like this person had one extra year of like analytical training than me. Or they were just personality-wise, just a better fit for the team. And I think what happens is we takes feedback like that we make it mean something about ourselves and we berate ourselves and frankly this isn't helping you you are not going to be applying for that many jobs or getting work out the door if you are constantly in that mode of it's not enough because you're trying to like console yourself and make yourself feel better if I make it super perfect then I can't get hurt but well you are getting hurt because you're getting the rejection because that's just life. I'm sorry. It's just life when it comes to job interviews. You are going to get tons of rejection. People look at my career and they're like, wow, look at all the things that happened. Do you fucking know 
how many no's I got in between all of that. So many no's, especially when I just started my career 10 years ago and was trying to enter the workforce. So many no's and rejection. And that is why I'm here where I am now, because I just kept going with those no's and I just kept pushing through it. So why do you do this? Why do you want to make this perfect? Very likely for you, this is a way that has worked for you and protected you. And especially it comes from school. I say a lot of my stuff comes back to school, but it really does. Like when you work hard at school and you show you have a good work ethic, it is rewarded. And I would say to an extent, quality versus quantity is in that case rewarded, like taking your time on something, etc., starting a assignment early or whatever. Here, I feel like in the real world, it is completely different, especially with job descriptions. Just get some shit out the door. I'm not saying don't do any work on it, but for a lot of you, you're doing too much work on it and you need to cut down and you need to be accepting that, right, this doesn't feel exactly okay, but I'm going to get it out anyway, because you're spending so much time on this one resume for this one job. You're not actually, again, it's quant- it's a quality over quantity. And in this case, it needs to be a better balance. And I actually tell all my high achievers because I know you are one right now. You need quantity. You know you know why I'm telling you you need quantity? Because my coach is telling me all the time, Michelle, you need quantity. <laughs> you perfect things way too long. It's the same thing with this webinar that you guys have been asking from me for ages. So many things like, hey, what are the webinars coming back? And what are we going to do? Like, I have all these like topics here. We like talk to you and stuff like that. And I'm like, I need to go away and get it perfect. And my coach is like, no, you need to do it and you need to iterate. My webinar is not going to be perfect. We're going to have failures. There are even some ideas that I came up with, like I'm going to, if people come live, they're going to get this extra really super valuable freebie. That just came to me. And then I was like, right, I'm just going to go work on it and do it and like share it with people. And it is, that's, that's what I mean when I say it's really important for entrepreneurship. I even do think in the corporate world as well, especially for high achievers, because here's the thing, um, this is really important. Please take this, take this note. If you are the high achieving, high expectations person, which you definitely are if you're listening to this podcast, because I am like that as well, it is always going to be quantity over quality. Even at work, when I am just focusing on like trying to over perfect things, it's like, no, I got to get my headspace out of that. Got to use, they call it like the waterfall method or something, but it's, it's the name for it. But really, it's just, I will just engage with that stakeholder or my manager, whoever it is more regularly and just like do little tweaks and little bits and make sure that it is aligned with them. I think what we try to do, this is where it comes from again, we go away, perfect it, want to get it perfect. So we just get all this good feedback because we are not great at handling all the maybe negative feedback or changes. But the problem is, there's always, it doesn't matter how hard you work on something, you are always going to get feedback on it. Humans just have a ton of thoughts about things. Okay. And they apply them to whatever. Like I can work on something for ages. One person could think it's the most fantastic thing in the world. Another person could think it's a complete dog shit. And that's just because they have their own thoughts, viewpoints, etc. Again, does that mean we don't take feedback? No, of course we take feedback. But you'll be taking feedback so much better if you're just focusing on getting things out. It is going to help you so much in every aspect of your life. And seriously, okay, I'm not going to lie. There are some people out there that, yes, they need to focus more on quality versus quantity. I am telling you this. This is so important. You are not one of them. If you were spending hours into the night working on your packs multiple times, shifting them, still not feeling better, same with like a resume, 
You are not one of them. You are losing time. You need to take more action. You need to just embrace the fear. You need to be okay with subpar work. I've talked about this before in episodes, but I really wanted to kind of deep dive and hone in on this one topic, whether it's like a resume or a pack, because it is such a common issue. And when I was having this chat with this follower about this, I was like, oh my God, we need to, we need to just go into detail a bit more in this specific episode. So why is this happening for you? Like I said, there is a lack of like trust within yourself that you're doing it right. And you don't want to maybe face some of that feedback that you're going to receive. You likely were a high achiever, high expectations. This worked for you. You go back to this way because it likely worked for you like at school. Like I say, I say school all the time because honestly, I see a lot of things in my clients, including myself, where I just sit and I'm like, where did I learn this? And I'm like, hang on a minute. This was my schooling years. You really do spend most of your life at school. Like whether it's like primary, middle and school in America, you got like three types of schools. You know what I mean? Even university, there's a school of sorts where there is a structure. And again, work ethic is always praised, including marks, etc. You don't get many chances on an assignment. If you have one subject and say, I don't know, we've got a quarter of six months. I don't know how it works anymore. You don't have too many chances to iterate, if that makes sense kind of got to do your work and focus and making that assignment as perfect as you can. But I actually don't think that's how real life works. So how do you then get out of this pattern? Well, you need to do little baby steps. If you're going to work on a pack or a a resume, let's just take the resume example. I keep going between the two. You're going to work on your resume for a job thing. You say you do it two hours every time. Just bring it back to an hour and a half. Just time yourself. But be okay, just stop and be okay with that. And then I want you to submit that resume. Now, it's not going to happen straight away that you're going to prove to yourself that, okay, me submitting subpar work is going to get a job, but it will over time because it's purely just a numbers game. You are just applying to everything and you are doing some work. I'm not saying you're doing no work because some of you like to go to the extreme. You're like, well, I can't just not do anything on it. I'm like, are you serious? I know you. You, you are seriously, you're going to do work. <laughs> I know you. You're going to do some work on it. Let's just not make it like two, three hours. Let's just make it like, you know, start off with maybe an hour and a half. Because if I told you to, to maybe do an hour or even 30 minutes, you might freak out and it's too much for you. So let's bring it back down a little bit slowly. If you just kept doing that for maybe, I don't know, five different jobs as a start, as a start, over time, you'll start to see it because once you start expanding your like more chances, right? Like you get a bigger net to get more fish in, someone's going to bite. You're going to get an interview. And then it's like, oh my God, I have an interview. It's like, yeah, you had an interview with that subpar resume. Oh my fucking God. You've just proved to yourself that that work style that you were doing before, you don't need to do it. Because that is what exactly happened to me this is before coaching, way before coaching. I had to, um, I was on a maternity like leave contract and needed to find a new position. There's lots of things happening at the time, like looking for a new house, etc. And I remember my mentor at the time, because I was like, oh my God, I don't have time. I need to work on my resume. She just looked at me and said, Michelle, submit the resume. She's like, you just need to do it. She's like, you've got to stop overworking on this and you need to do it. You need to submit it and you just need to like do little tweaks and then just go. And that's what I did. And I hated it because I wanted to vomit. I'm like, it's not enough. But guess what? I found a job out of it. And I was like, oh my God, you don't actually, I didn't need to put that much work into it. I just needed to focus on getting it out there. And yeah, sure. You'd iterate if you got feedback, if you didn't get the job or whatever, sure. 
but it really was, it is quantity over quality. The quantity will honestly create the quality. It will, because you will be able to learn from it. You will learn from the mistakes that you make in the quantity and it will produce quality. Now you might say, but Michelle, I can't do that for a job. I'm going to miss out on these jobs. Like you're already, frankly, to be direct, you're missing out on them right now. Okay. So you might as well make your net bigger, go out to more jobs, get more data, and then use that. And then eventually you will fine tune, tweak, whatever, and you will find that next role. A hundred percent. It's just an, it's just a numbers game. But you've got to start, but you can't just keep going into the same pattern of like, I just got to work a ton on this because that is coming from a place of scarcity, not enoughness. I don't trust myself. And the biggest thing I was saying about the start of this episode, which is trust what you've done is enough. Women are constantly told to not trust themselves or trust that what we are doing is the right thing. It's enough, etc. especially if you are high achieving seriously it's the same thing high achieving women it's all like and to be fair because i i am to an extent the same right because we haven't trust what we've done is enough it does get you really good results in life like you've been able to likely navigate a whole heap of like drama predict things like pre sorry preempt things before they happen you're very very prepared but it also comes at a cost as well like i'm not saying lose that part of you entirely i'm just saying shifted a little bit in this area so that it can work better for you and instead of just drowning in like trying to reformat stuff just reformat it a little bit get the jd out there jd resume i'm gonna go between the two here get it out there get more people get more interviews get more data and it's going to happen and there's a ton of mindset stuff that sits behind this to get you to feel comfortable with this and at the start, a lot of the times just inquiring, like, why is it so fearful if you submitted a job and you didn't get it or a resume and you didn't get it, right? Like, what are the, some of the thoughts there that are poking in for you? And a deeper level of insight then comes really from working with me one-on-one in my Epic Work and Life program. You'll be managing your emotions at a much deeper level to feel really calm and confident when you're doing things like these you'll just be okay with whatever you have put in the level of effort you'll know that it's enough you'll submit it you'll get you know wider net more fish and you'll be able to navigate that so much more calmly versus being in this like really frantic state so there are some little tips that can help you that i obviously share in the podcast here but the deeper stuff that is going to just fast track this all for you get you to that state where you do have that job and that career that you are enjoying that's working in my program with me so if you are interested you should uh book in a discovery call link is in the show notes but also in my bio discovery is called great i just work out if you're a good fit for the program we have a chat about it and you just make a decision then and there if this is right for you i don't push you either way i want people who want to work with me but you just get to decide if this is for you because if it's not great then you know and you get to move on anyway that's all i have time for but i will see you next week hey are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend you just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. 
doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.